Good evening. This is a presentation of Movement Radio. Welcome to another edition of The Hauntings of. And now, here are your hosts, Chip Hazard and Talon Williams. <laughs> Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Hauntings of right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams alongside Chip Hazard. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking to you about the hauntings of the state of New Jersey. So, Chip, what can we look forward to in this episode? Well, you know, New Jersey is one of the most beautiful states with many stunning parks and breathtaking beaches to enjoy. However... If you come to the Garden State in search of something a little bit darker to explore, then fear not, because there are plenty of spooky spots to be found as well. Murder, mayhem, and madness are in abundance in some of New Jersey's paranormal hot spots. You want to kick it off? I will kick it off, and we are going to kick it off, ironically enough, with a little spot called the Devil's Tower. And this is in Alpine, New Jersey. The Devil's Tower is a hidden gem for fans of the paranormal, tucked away in one of the most affluent. Affluent. I have a GED. Affluent. There you go. Neighborhoods in New Jersey. I don't know why I couldn't read that word. Um, <laughs> this magnificent tower was built by plantation owner Manuel Rionada because he wanted his wife to have a panoramic view of New York City. However, she supposedly looked from the tower and saw her husband with another woman, causing her Ooh. to throw herself from the set, from the set, from said tower. There have been several attempts to demolish the tower. But each time, one or more of the construction workers ended up dying by fall-related accidents, and so the tower just remained standing. It is also said that odd noises and screams come from inside the tower. And if you circle the tower six times, a ghostly apparition will manifest itself. Hold up. Okay. Okay, okay. wait. Okay, bro, we're kicking it off early. I mean, normally, I mean, they kind of warm you up. You know, before we go into uh, some of the little, little more uh, freaky ones, th this one automatically is like, okay, we're kicking it off the park right here. So, to backtrack, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? To backtrack, let's let's backtrack. So, the husband created this tower for his wife so she can see a panoramic view of the city of New York. Right? She was up there. Oh, look, there's the Empire State Building. Hey, there's the World Trade Center. Hey, there's the uh, Statue of Liberty. And who's this bitch? You, you know? Right? Now, instead of going down off the tower, finding this bitch and beating the shit out of her, she was so overcome with sadness that she just flung herself off the bridge or flung herself off the tower. And I find it funny that, or not funny, it's kind of, it's actually kind of scary that every ever since they tried to demolish the tower, Something happens. A construction worker dies of a of, of a of a fall related accident. You know that's that that's just weird to me, like scary to me. And then on top of that, if you circle it six times, a ghostly apparition appears. What did you think about this one? Yeah, I I, I want to know a little more about these um, fall related deaths. Yes, um, because that's that's very odd in my opinion. Like. You, they try to tear this tower down, and for whatever reason, they fall to their death. 
why don't they just take some C4 and put it around the base of the tower and like implode it or something? I, I'm, you know, probably, and, and probably just, because C4 is illegal in the state of, in the United States unless you have a per, unless you have permission by the well, by yeah, the I mean, whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. like dynamite or something. But that's yeah, yeah that's what they use to uh, uh, demolish buildings and stuff is, is dynamite or uh, MC4, right? So, you know. So I'm wondering, they just gave up on demolishing this. So yeah. I don't even. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's still there to this day. You know, it looks like an it looks like an old cathedral looking thing. I mean, you build it does. that. It looks, yeah, it looks pretty cool. It looks like the it looks like the one passageway you get through to go into the campus when you're uh, playing Skate Three. Maybe I'm the only one that gets that reference. Uh, nope, I'm right there with you. Right, it, yeah, that kind of it kind of looks like that because remember, there's like four on each side, and one goes to the campus, one goes to the uh, observatory area up the mountainside, and then the other one goes back down to the uh, the uh, the uh, fuck whatever I can't remember off the top of my head, like like the, like the <laughs> town area, you know, like downtown or something like that. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that's an interesting one. So yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we'll go ahead and move on to the next one. Of course. Uh, next up, we got the Burlington County Prison, and this is in Mount Holly, New Jersey. Um, and so the uh, the Burlington County Prison has now been transformed into a museum. Okay. I like that. Yep. Um, but that cannot erase the years of executions and murders within the walls of all of which have left a stain on the building. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is even a body buried on the site. Oh, God. Uh, now, <laughs> with it being a prison, I, I would assume there's more than one body? Yeah, I'm going to just say there's a body. Right. <laughs> a body. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm so a body. <laughs> The most active spots are said to be the basement and the quote-unquote death cell, which some have reported phenomenon including disembodied screams, cold spots, a feeling of being watched, and construction workers having their tools moved around. Hmm. Um, interesting one. The yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the thing that gets me is that feeling of being watched. Um, I mean, any time that you're anywhere and that you get that like cold chill across the back of your neck, the hair yep. starts standing up, and you're like, "Man, who is looking at me?" You start looking around. Yep. And you're like, "Man, what the fuck is going on?" Like, like that's an eerie feeling altogether. Right. But now, now you're getting that feeling while you're inside of a former prison and you're yeah. like, man, what the, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. It's great. You know? that, that actually, actually there was a joke about that on a, it was, it was a meme on Facebook and it, and it said something along the effect of if you're feeling lonely, watch a horror movie by yourself. You won't feel lonely anymore or something like that. Right. But, but anyway, but no, nah, I mean, when it said that the prison was transformed into a museum, my initial thought was, Oh, okay. So they probably they're probably using that as kind of like a ploy to bring people. Hey, this museum this museum used to be a prison, and this prison was perceived to be haunted because of all the executions and all this sort of stuff. But then right. when you said there's even a body buried on the site, 
then I'm like, I don't think this is about the prison anymore. You know, nope. maybe this is more about that body and you know how we feel about to anybody listening, they you guys know exactly how we feel. You don't fuck with someone's final resting place. Um never. You know, so maybe that's what it was. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the cold spots are coming from the quote unquote death cell. I mean, maybe the body is buried underneath the fucking death cell. Maybe that's where it is. Maybe you need to go check that place out. You know, who knows? It, it, it's very um, possible. Yeah, I mean, just look up. I mean, if you, I mean, obviously, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they ever took time to find the body. Um, but obviously, if you're parading people through the basement in this quote unquote death cell area, you know, people probably. And then you got the what, what? What's the point of the construction workers? You know, are they down there, you like renovating or something, and all of a sudden, oh, the tool got moved. Hey, where'd my uh, socket wrench go? Oh, it's over here. Jimmy, why do you have that sock? Why, why do you have my socket wrench? Jimmy, why are you coming towards me? Jimmy dead like i mean <laughs> didn't say anything right? about possession but i mean you know the shoe fits uh, <laughs> but anyway that'd be a, that'd be a really that's kind of like dark comedy in a sense you know like it's some bullshit you see on like a dark movie or something like that but anyway all right so we're gonna go from there to lambertville high school this is in lambertville new jersey it seems to be Increasingly common for old abandoned high schools to be considered haunted, and one such location is Lambertville High School in Lambertville, New Jersey. The school has a tragic legend connected with it that began in 1935 with the death of a student from a rival school. It is said that the young boy died during the annual Thanksgiving Turkey Bowl football game when his neck was broken during a particular rough tackle. Ooh. That's always a scary thing to think about. That is. As an interesting side note, the boy's parents petitioned for New Hope to ban football as being too dangerous, and to this day, the school has no football team whatsoever. The boy, the spirit of the boy, was said to haunt Lambertville High School from that day forward. The school closed in the 1950s and soon became a popular hangout for local teens. It wasn't long before stories began to circulate about a ghostly figure appearing in the school. However, things things tool tool uh attract things took attract it says tool but it's, I'm, I'm sure it meant to say took. Things took a Tragic turn one night when some rowdy, drunk teenagers were making fun of the dead boy and issued him a challenge. Now, allegedly, two of the boys in the group died under unexplained circumstances that night, but it is difficult to find documented evidence of this. The school was demolished in 2012, but the hauntings persist, and those visiting the site where it once stood say that they experience cold spots and a general sense of uneasiness. Some have even spotted the apparition of the boy on the property amongst the rubble. Man. Hmm. So, so basically what it was is, unfortunately, this child, this this I say child, I mean, obviously he's a high school kid, this teenager dies in a football game. You know, I mean, there's been countless stories of people, you know, that, I mean, a broken neck in a football game, especially back in the 1930s. And let's face it, you know, the, 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 the medical technology 90 years ago was way worse than the technology we have now, you know, to fix, you know, things of that nature. Um, you know, and 
I need to look I me. Mean, does Hope, does New Hope High School no longer have a football team or do they still not have a football team? I don't know. Um, but yeah, but the spirit, but that boy still haunts the school to this day. And even in the, in the field, like I said, in the fifties, you know, people still considered it a popular hangout. Um, you know, the story of the, uh, the boys challenging the apparition. Um, and then they died of unexplained circumstances. Right. I mean, (laughs) you know, rowdy and drunk. I mean, who knows what the situation was, you know, but I mean, even in the demolishing of it in 2012, I mean, because you can look at the picture of it right now, and it's an eerie picture to look at. I mean, it's... It, yeah, it's it's definitely the picture was taken after it was abandoned. Uh, there's windows missing and foliage grown up, but, man, it, yeah. it, it looks pretty eerie. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want to walk into it alone. Absolutely. I would probably want, a I bunch would... of... <laughs> I was going to say, there's probably a bunch of bums or... Uh, Spiders. People, you know, staying in it. <laughs> Man, fuck it. I'm spider come out. <laughs> right. But I mean, it is a pretty eerie picture. And if you want to check this picture out, where can they go check it out, Chip? You can visit hauntedrooms.com and then uh find the listing for haunted places in New Jersey and scroll through and you'll find Lambertville High School. And there's the picture. Hauntedrooms.com. As always, right. we're not sponsored. Yet, yes, one day we would like to be. Shout out to hauntedrooms.com, how to haunted rooms America. Um, so that being said, let's move on to the next one. You got it, ship. Yep, next up, we're going to talk about the Greystone Park Psychiatric Hospital in Parsippany, New Jersey. All right, Parsippany, okay, <laughs> that's that's what it's Parsippany, okay. Yep, I believe um, you. I just <laughs> Uh, Greystone Park Psychiatric Hospital opened in 1876 when it was originally known as New Jersey Lunatic Asylum. Hmm. So, <laughs> first of all, you gonna name it the Lunatic Asylum? You know, it's some some <laughs> weird, weird motherfuckers that have been put in this place. Yep. Um, yep. So, at the time, the imposing 675,000 square foot building was built on the largest continuous foundation in the world. Hmm. That's interesting. That in is itself. very. Yeah. 675,000 square foot building. That's a big And it was on the. Well, not only that, but it was on the largest continuous foundation. In the world, wow! Uh, like normally, they'll break the foundation up, you know, between sections. But this, they just laid the whole foundation and then built on top of it. That Damn. that's it. Pretty interesting. Yeah, um, and considering that it was all the way back in the eighteen hundreds, I mean, that's even more interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean that would that would suggest to say that this is built. This building was built on a larger foundation than the the Great Pyramid, the Pyramids yeah. of Giza. Right. So, because they were built way before 1876. Right. We don't know how they were built, but they were built. <laughs> we will get into the conspiracy theory episodes much later, ladies and gentlemen. We promise. <laughs> yes. Um, so it was built with the intention of housing hundreds of patients 
but eventually it managed to pack in over 7,500 patients. Hmm. That's a lot of people in one building. It is. Yeah. Uh, so one of those patients was the famous songwriter Woody Guthrie, who was admitted for treatment of Huntington's disease in 1950. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, that's all they have for this particular um, site. I'm going to see if I can find something else real quick uh, because that is very very lackluster in my it opinion. Is, it is, it is. I mean, you you would you would think that they would um, you know, uh, maybe explain the story a little bit better or explain the, uh... Yeah. I don't know. Found some pretty cool pictures. Um... See, that doesn't tell me anything about hauntings. Let's see this. Okay, so um, I found something here. It says Greystone Park is synonymous with the famous Kirkbride building built in the Second Empire Victorian style. And at 673,706 square feet, it alleges to be the largest continuous foundation surpassed only by that of the Pentagon. So oh, wow. The Pentagon is, yeah, there's that. Um, so uh, nestled in the lush green hills of Morris Plains, New Jersey, uh, Greystone sat on 743 acres the plan for the main building called for 40 wards split into two wings, one to house men and the other to house women with the center wing housing administrative officers. Uh, new dormitories were built to accommodate the inpatient population and the ground spread to 1000 acres to include staff housing, a chapel, a post office and a police station, a working farm, vocational and recreational facilities, ponds a morgue stables and greenhouses the hospital had its own quarry as well as gas and water utilities a trolley line connected the house with new jersey transit wow they really put it's like its own little city yeah like yeah well, we remember the uh the one episode in uh the california episode there was that one the remington house which was pretty much a was was built so it was constantly continuously worked on to where it just kept growing and growing and growing. Right. Um so it says that uh in later years tales of the abuse and neglect of patients was synonymous with the institution, but in the nineteenth century the belief was that seventy to ninety percent of insanity cases were curable. However, the proper architecture was essential for the comfort, security, and recovery of the patients, mental illness had been attributed to demonic possession and moral weakness. However, Dr. Thomas Kirkbride, a Pennsylvania-born Quaker, believed that the mentally ill could be treated and cured with kindness and care in an environment designed to treat them. Hmm. 
Greystone was just the place complete with airy rooms filled with Victorian furniture, housing only two patients per room. However, to decrease the chance of fire, stone, brick, slate, and iron were used in construction of the buildings. His design, called the Kirkbride model, became popular around the country, written about by Carla Yanni in her book, The Architecture of Madness. Um, known to the locals just as Greystone, it was once a place uh, to avoid, fearful of even driving near the grounds. Um, a woman would jokingly accuse uh, her sons of sending her to Greystone with our bad behavior, uh, which meant that we were driving her crazy. <clears throat> it was an anomaly in the middle-class suburban world. I want to know more about hauntings. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, once abandoned, rumors of haunted hauntings clouded Greystone, especially involving the dark underground tunnels which connected various buildings. And we and were used to transport patients and other commodities. Um, I myself, the, the guy who wrote this, know of people who have worked in the grounds sharing their tales of feeling watched uh, while there are not or while there are not able to get out of there quick enough. So so feeling watched and not being able to get out of there quick enough. That's crazy. Um, even while right. taking photographs, I stay in my car, and especially now that the grounds are patrolled daily by the local police, still I cannot imagine the landscape without the Kirkbride building. It is part of the community for better or for worse. Um, and there's actually a movie based upon it. Um, filmmaker Sean Stone, son of movie director Oliver Stone, hmm. uh, set, set his sights on making a movie on the grounds of Greystone Park simply titled Greystone Park. The filmmakers came here in 2009 to explore the haunted asylum famous for electroshock, insulin therapy, and lobotomies. However, the crew got more than they bargained for, and the film is based on their experience. Oh, shit. So it was more like uh, a, it, be, it became more of a documentary than a uh, actual film about the movie, or actual movie about, you know... Greystone Park. It became basically about them at Greystone Park, basically. Correct. Uh, and the last little bit that I will um, mention here is um, there is a question of did Jack the Ripper die in Greystone? Huh. So the title of the article in Weird New Jersey stated, and I was immediately drawn in further to an article published in 1923 in the Empire News about a Norwegian sailor named Fogelma, F-O-G-E-L-M-A, sure. um, who was committed to the Moores Plains Lunatic Asylum in New Jersey, better known as Greystone. Apparently, he was subject to fits of rage and insanity, describing scenes and incidents that clearly connected him with the crimes of 1888 in London. His sister also found press clippings in his belongings about the Whitechapel murders, and although Scotland Yard was notified, no follow-up was ever done. The archivist at Greystone said there was no record of such a patient, 
and one wonders about the validity of the newspaper article, but still, it's a great story. And Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Jack so, the Ripper, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> Jack the Ripper died in Parsippany, New Jersey? Wow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just so I can give credit here, this article was um, written by uh, a gentleman by the name of Dennis, sorry, Dennis K. Rago, R-A-G-O. So. Okie dokie. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting, though, like, I mean, for, I mean, for, for, I mean, that, it was just, uh, yeah, (laughs) I completely lost my train of thought just a second ago. Um, it's crazy, though, because, like, I mean, you go there, Especially with uh, uh, Oliver Stone's son uh, going to Make going yeah. to make the movie, and then it turns out that I guess they figured that it's more interesting to document what they were going through than I guess what I mean. Maybe what they went through was like, oh, this is kind of like how there's the old story of you know the people who created The Exorcist. That movie was supposedly haunted by different things while they were making it, or something like that. Right. I don't know if you heard that yeah. story or not. But yeah. No, no, I have heard that story. But uh okay, so when when I read that about them basically talking about their experiences on there, I initially went straight to um Blair Witch Project. Right. <clears throat> like more of like found footage instead of documentary almost. Right, right. Right. So I definitely wouldn't mind. I'm going to look and see if I can locate this film somewhere and um, definitely give it a look. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're going to kick it off to the next one. We, It's interesting that you brought up the whole thing about Jack the Ripper and the old stories, you know, because, I mean, would Jack the Ripper really die in New Jersey as opposed to sustain in London? I don't know, maybe really that was know. his way of getting away. Maybe, maybe so. But then yeah. would anybody ever really know that that was Jack the Ripper? Right. You know, giggity. Anyway, <laughs> so, all right. So that being said, though, we're going to move on. We're going to go from Jack the Ripper to another legend, another urban legend, if you will. Uh, we're going to talk, first of all, we're going to talk about Pine, the Pine Barrens, and this is in South Jersey. Now, The Pine Barrens is a huge stretch of wilderness that spans seven counties in South Jersey. It is well known for being one of the most beautiful places in the state, but it is also one of the most dark, one of the darkest places. Has a dark side and one of the most haunted places. There is a very real threat here of forest fires since recent reports have shown that the substantial uh, forest fire in pine in pine barrens would likely lead to one of the biggest fires in the history of the world aside from that pine barrens is also said to be the stomping ground from the famous jersey devil now for those of you who, who have never heard of the jersey devil let me just quickly tell you guys exactly what that is In New Jersey and even Philadelphia folklore, the Jersey Devil is a legendary creature said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. 
The creature is often described as a flying, uh, bi- a flying biped with hooves, but there are many variations of the animal or human or whatever it is. The common description is that it is a kangaroo-like or crane-like creature with a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, legs and cloved hooves, and a forked tail. It has been reported to move quickly and is often described as imminent with a high-pitched blood curdling scream now i mean i've never actually say what now i said all right then yeah it it sounds like a damn pokemon character to be honest with you Uh, (laughs) but um apparently it all comes back to the Leeds family now according to the folklore the jersey devil originated excuse me in pine barrens uh to a resident named jane Leeds, known as mother Leeds. Uh, the legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after finding she was pregnant with her 13th child, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. And in seven, Unlucky number 13. Yep. And, here we go, in 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed to the creature with hooves, a horn, a goat's head, bat wings, and forked tail. Growing and screaming, it beat everyone with its tail before flying out of, out of the chimney, heading into the pines. There are some versions... There are some versions of the tale. Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the child's father was, in fact, the devil himself. Some versions of the legend also state that there was a subsequent attempt at a lo- by a local clergyman to perform an exorcism of, of the creature at Pine Barrens. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's an interesting uh, take on it. Now... Uh yeah, <laughs> what do you think so far, Chip? Um, I, I've always been interested with the Jersey Devil, but I, I like I like stuff like this. I like to um do research on uh what are known as cryptids. Oh lo- yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, like Bigfoot, uh, the Jersey Devil, uh, Nessie, <laughs> Nessie, the Chupacabra, yeah. stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I, I I I find this very interesting because of the connection to the Jersey Devil. But even with the Jersey Devil, I find it interesting that the uh, description has changed uh, a little bit over time. You know, it was originally a a kangaroo or um, weirvin like character, and um, a, a weirvin is a winged dragon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, to to then becoming a uh, a goat like creature with bat wings, right? Uh, you know, and it it kind of you know kind of makes sense that you would label it as a goat like creature with bat wings, since uh, most people um kind of place like the devil. It, the goat is the symbol of a devil 
uh kind of yeah. deal yeah you know the goat yeah because so. the goat you know the 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 inverted uh, cross can fit on top of the goat's head and the goat's head fits perfectly into an inverted pyramid and things of that nature. Um, right. And the goats are known to be considered sacrificial animals and things of that nature. Um, but the, even that, I mean, the Jersey devil is, I mean, but if you talk about in terms of pop culture, I mean, it has completely changed people's perception in pop culture about it. I mean, they basically turned the, the urban legend into something that they could, you know, create and make money off of. And not only that, I mean, you look at you look at the National Hockey League team, the New Jersey Devils. Their name legitimately came from the urban legend of the Jersey Devil, you know. Now granted they don't use the actual they don't use the actual Jersey Devil as a mascot. Their their actual mascot is the fucking devil. You know, he's red, got horns, a pitchfork, the tip you know, tail, all that crazy shit. Right. But, you know, interesting, inter- interestingly enough, and this is what I was reading in this research, the current, t- uh, the current team uh, was formerly known as the Colorado Rockies, and their name was chosen in a short poll once they relocated to uh, things. So there was an actual ice hockey team called the Colorado Rockies back in the 19, 19- back in 1976 before they moved to New Jersey to become the New Jersey Devils. See, when every time I hear the Colorado Rockies, I automatically think baseball, you know. Um, right. So there's a little tidbit of information for you. Also, there's a Jersey Devil roller coaster that is a, that is that you can actually um, that you uh actually this is new. I'm sorry. Um according to this Six Flags Great America has a roller coaster. It's a, it's an upcoming single rail roller coaster uh, in the Jackson Township of New Jersey, um, and it's supposed and it's set to open in 2021. It was originally scheduled to open in 2020, but due to the pandemic, uh, it had to be postponed. It was originally scheduled for March 13th of 2020, but now they pushed it into um, they pushed it into uh, I believe they said. Let me, let me go back and look and see exactly what 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 the estimated time uh, doesn't exactly say. It just says that it's supposed to be open at some point in 2021. So there you go. And of course, the Jersey Devils also been involved with different TV shows and video games such as the X Files, uh, The Wolf Among Us, Thirteenth Child, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. Um, there's actually a video game called The Barons. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's a movie. Uh, it's a movie from 2012. It's it's an American horror film, um, basically about the Pine Barrens, and basically it talks about the origin of the Jersey Devil. But it's a German speaking movie. That's weird. Why is it? This is oh German speaking countries. Okay. So anyway, yeah, that's 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 kind of interesting. Yeah, that one's interesting. But anyway, so there's the uh, there's the, uh, the 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 folklore of the Jersey Devil for anybody who wants to know. Um, so if ever you're out and about in Pine Barrens in South Jersey, be careful in case you see a wooded, you know, winged creature or whatever. So we'll see what happens. That's All right, right. Buddy, you got the next one. Yeah. Next up, we're going to talk about Shades of Death Road mm. in Warren County, New Jersey. Okey now, dokey. before we go anywhere into this story 
you first of all, you expect me to drive down a road called Shades of Death? Mm-mm. Nope, not happening. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Surely that's a nickname that they give it. I'm sure it's not the actual name of the road. Surely it's a nickname or something. Well, it says with a name like Shades of Death Road, you should already have at least some small inkling of what you should expect from this spooky spot. Okay. The name alone is enough to prompt uneasiness among travelers. Here we go. Of course. Um, the road looks fairly pleasant by day, but those who venture this way after dark tell a completely different story. Shades of Death Road has a dark history with the murder count stacking up through the centuries, including the hanging of Native Americans and stagecoach robberies that have gone wrong. Many travelers have reported strange lights and apparitions of those who have met their end on this spooky stretch of road. Man. Yeah, you look at the picture provided for us by hauntedrooms.com and it just looks like a normal stretch of road, but even in even in the daytime that thing even in the daytime that looks creepy as shit. Uh yeah. Um so Shades of Death Road is sometimes referred to, referred locally as just Shades, is a two-lane rural road uh, about 6.7 miles in length in central Warren County, New Jersey. Um, so th the name of the road is actually Shades of Death Road. Holy shit. Um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah, so... Um, it's also known as County Road 611. So I just call it by the County yeah. Road. Yep. Uh, that's wow. That's interesting that they would actually name it Shades of Death Road. Um, so uh, Weird New Jersey suggests several theories of the road's macabre name. Some focus on the road's southern half, while the adjoining forest, or where the adjoining forest with its aged trees provide much actual shade from the sun, and even on the brightest days, um, highwaymen or other bandits would supposedly lay in wait for victims uh, in these shadows and then cut their throats after taking what they had, and they would engage in fights to the death among themselves over women. Shit! Yeah. Um, Fucking savages, bro. Right. Uh, so there's some uh, reputed paranormal activity that goes on around here, which is what we're here to talk about. Right. Um, there's a place uh, going down Shades, uh, Shades of Death Road called Ghost Lake. Um, and it's just off the road in the state forest south of the I-80 overpass. It was created in the early 20th century when two wealthy local men dammed a creek that ran through the narrow valley between houses they had just built. They gave it its name from the wraith-like vapor formations that often they often saw rising off of it on cooler mornings. Hmm. They further named the pass Haunted Hollow. Hmm. Um, Weird New Jersey writes that visitors have told them that no matter what time of night they visit the lake at, the sky above always seems as bright as if it were still twilight and several have reported ghosts in the area 
especially in a deserted old cabin across the lake from the road. Supposedly victims of the murders once believed to have given the road its name. Hmm. Interesting. Um, there's a spot called the Fairy Hole, which is to the right of Ghost Lake. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Nope. I, I, I'm right there. Yep. The Fairy <laughs> Hole. Um, so it is to the right of Ghost Lake. Uh, it's a small cave once used by the Lenape, um, which uh, I'm not sure what that is. But Weird New Jersey says that through the cave, though the cave is now easily accessible, it also covered. It's also covered in graffiti. Archaeologists who have surveyed the area in 1918 found pottery shards, flints, and broken arrowheads. And from their findings, the archaeologists concluded that the fairy hole was not often visited. It may have been used as a simple resting point for travelers, uh, for traveling or hunting. But with its close proximity to several known burial sites, it is said to be a sacred and religious important site. Hmm. The survey was conducted before the creation of Ghost Lake. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And there's a few more. Um, it says there are some legends concerning a Native American spirit guide who supposedly, supposedly takes the shape of a deer and appears at various points along the road at night. If drivers see him and do not slow down sufficiently enough to avoid a collision, they will soon get into a serious accident with a deer. Hmm. Okay, so maybe that's just a deer, but <laughs> another legend tells of a bridge where if drivers stop past midnight with their high beams on and honk their horn three times, they will see the ghosts of two young children who were run over while playing in the road. The legend actually refers to a bridge over the Flatbrook on Old Mine Road, not far from Shades of Death. The bridge is no longer accessible by car as a newer, larger bridge has been built next to it. The original bridge can still be reached by foot, though. Ah. Yeah, uh, that's what I want to so, do. Walk a haunted bridge. <laughs> right. I, I want to walk, walk a haunted bridge. But why? Okay, I've driven a lot of roads. Yeah. At midnight or later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To and from wrestling shows and stuff. Concerts and, and fucking. Yes. Or just hanging out all night long at a club or something and leaving at like four in the morning or something. Right. And at no time have I ever thought, hmm, I'm just going to stop right here, throw my high beams on and honk the horn three times just to see what happens. <laughs> nope. Not, I mean, more power to you if that's what you want to do, but not this guy. No, I don't even honk my I don't even honk my horn going through the tunnel, you know, like uh, me either. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know who got that started or whatever, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. Like I, I, I always wondered as a kid, like why is everybody honking their fucking horn? And next thing you know, it's like, Mm-mm. like why'd you honk your horn, mama? <laughs> you know. Like right. everybody else is doing it, like okay, if everybody else rolled off a bridge anyway, never mind. Uh, <laughs> right? It, 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 if your best friend jumped off a bridge, you gonna follow him? Nope. I'm uh, I'm gonna walk down to the bottom and be like, all right, you all right? <laughs> yeah. 
You better hope better. About it. Unless you bungee jump, you better have a parachute. That's only that I can tell you. Exactly. But anyway. All right. So we're going to jump from there to a little thing called the Devil's Tree. This is in the Bernard Township in New Jersey. This tree looks really cool. Yeah. It look, it, it look, honest to God, though, it looks like something on like a metal album or something. Like I'm imagining like the band around this like tree or something like that. Like, like it'd be like a Gorgoroth album or a fucking like Mayhem or some shit. But right. anyway, so when talking about haunted locations, you might expect to hear about hospitals, prisons, or even residences. However, one of the most haunted locations in New Jersey is actually a tree. The Devil's Tree, to be exact. There are various spooky legends that surround this creepy old tree in the Bernard uh, Township. Some say that it is... I'm sorry, some say that it was routinely used for lynchings in the past, and there are also stories that a man murdered his family and then came to the tree and proceeded to hang himself. Okay. It is said okay. I my mind went somewhere when that when, when I read that. I'm not gonna go there. Um All right. it is said to be cursed, and locals say that anyone who defaces or otherwise disrespects the tree ends up facing some kind of disaster. The strangest thing about the tree itself is that it is apparently warm to the touch, even in the dead of winter. It oh, is, wow. And it is said that any snow that falls will instantly melt on and around the tree. Holy shit. Okay, that's <laughs> interesting. Dude, like, I mean, if you deface or otherwise disrespect the tree, you end up facing some kind of disaster. I, I think it looks cool as shit, though. I mean, <laughs> you ain't, gonna, ain't, no disrespect for the, ain't no disrespect to the tree whatsoever. Trust me. No, no, no. I think it looks cool as Hell shit. Hell yeah. I, I really do. I would definitely put that, like, on a, like, on, like, like it looks like something you see on an album cover or something, you know, or, or the inside, like, how most CDs, and I know people don't buy CDs anymore, but, like, mostly people, like, go through. Like the inside booklet? Yeah, the little booklet that has, like, liner notes and, fucking, yep. like, they give the shout-outs to everybody on the album and whatever. Um, how you feeling about this one, though? Um, I mean, it's a little meh. Uh. You know, other aside from the uh, like, I I, I want to know more about the the defacing and disrespecting of a tree that ends up in um, some kind of disaster. Yeah. Want to know more about that? I, I want to hear some stories about that. I mean, we don't yeah. have time to get into all of that because right. I'm sure we could find dozens of those. Um, the story but, of yeah, the story of the, the man who murdered his family and then came to the tree to hang himself. Right. That that's a little. That's I, a little bit law. Uh, it's uh, a I little bit law. Maybe that's where Ben Wall got the idea from. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just just saying, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised somebody in the bedroom ain't yelling he didn't do it. But we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> right. But anyway, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's. I mean, routinely used for lynchings is another one that's like, man, because you look at the tree. I mean, you look at it. I mean, that there's last, definitely enough. Yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely enough room enough for branches. Someone. Yeah, exactly. 
you probably hang four or five people on one of those branches probably at, at a time yeah the but the, the other the other thing that's that's interesting to me is that how everyone says that it's warm to the touch even in the dead of winter you know yeah that's that was the the big like thing that that struck my attention it was like i mean is this thing got a heater in it or something right you know yeah but apparently whenever it snows apparently you can walk outside and there's like no snow whatsoever on this tree or whatever so i don't know i mean how often does it snow in jersey though i mean i'm sure Right. More than it does here in the Chattanooga area. I mean, even though we're calling for a winter advisory, it ain't going to snow. I mean, damn. Even if it did, dude, we could have literally three feet of snow outside. I'd still get the phone call. You coming into work today? You can come. You coming to get me? Because <laughs> I, I ain't coming. Right. I, I can't get out of my driveway, bro. <laughs> but anyway. All righty. So now that we went from the devil's tree, I think we're going to go to the devil's home. So, Chip, you got the next one? Yep. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the gates of hell. Dun dun dun. And this is in Clifton, New Jersey. So, uh, whenever a place is known as the gates of hell, you can be sure that there's some kind of horrifying tale connected with it, and its networks of tunnels and storm drains in Clifton, New Jersey, is no exception. Right. Uh, it may or nay, may. I'm sorry. It may or may not be an actual hell mouth. But regardless, it is a place that is bound to give you nightmares. Quiet, aside from the paranormal aspect, this creepy spot is extremely dangerous and is known to flood rapidly with foul-smelling water. Ugh. It is Jersey. Yes. <laughs> Um, the scary tales that relate to it include witnesses finding animal bones left over from sacrifices, mm. strange whispers coming out of the darkness, hidden rooms, and of course, that much-hyped portal to hell which is said to be guarded by a spirit simply known as Red-Eyed Mike. Hmm. Okay. Uh... Before we go any further, um, how long are you standing around when you hear strange whispers coming out of the darkness? Well, I'm gone. I am gone. Exactly. Uh, the hidden rooms intrigue me. They could just be subsidiaries of the tunnel right. or whatnot. Like I, I find that interesting. But then, uh, Red Eyed Mike that that intrigues me a lot like you know yeah. we have the uh here in um the chattanooga north georgia area uh we have the um the battlefield yep uh, chickamauga battlefield. and yeah the chickamauga battlefield and um you know there's a this, there's a story um that if you go to the tower at night um, you see green eyes. Yep. Old green uh, eyes. Yep. Old, old green eyes. Yeah. So uh, this kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the the whole the whole story is is like if you if you go in if you go 
if you're just looking from a from afar, you can see because the tower does have like little slits in it. But apparently, you can see the green eyes through the slits. And apparently, if you go into the tower at night, you can hear voices and things of that nature. But you know, right? Hopefully, when we did uh, hauntings of Georgia, we didn't speak about that. So you know, <laughs> no, because it didn't it didn't rank as one of the most haunted places, right? But uh. Anytime I ever hear anything about like glowing eyes or whatnot, it immediately connects me to that. Right. Um, so, uh, right here, it says that the entrance to the gates of hell can be found in a wooded area down the hill from a railroad line. The first pipe looks like a narrow, empty swimming pool about eight feet deep. Water runs down the center of the long, wide pipe toward weasel brook park um in the other direction the pike leads to a cave like entrance that begins the maze of underground tunnels the entrance wall and the first few tunnels are covered with graffiti the painted words fall into several categories of obscene you know the usual four-letter words and rude comments about so-and-so's mother um incomprehensible like gutter ballot and wyoming mike and the largest category graffiti that aspires to be spooky this way to where the children are buried uh and these are actual um graffitis that are, are written on the wall right uh, but the most unsettling thing about the tunnel is that they're they are absolutely dark there are also occasionally loud noises most likely from the New Jersey Transit commuter trains that roar overhead. Other than that, the Gates of Hell is pretty standard teenage stuff. On a recent exploration of the tunnels, a reporter walked as far as an intersection of several tunnels where rushing water made continuing the journey impossible. Perhaps the most truthful bit of graffiti read, There is nothing here. It is not clear how old the tunnels are or how long they have been a destination of daring or bored teens. But the mischievous activity picked up around the gates of hell after a recent book recounted some of the lore surrounding the site. The book, Weird New Jersey, Your Travel Guide to New Jersey's Local Legends and Best Kept Secrets, was published in 2003 by the creators of a magazine, by the same name. The Weird New Jersey website has a page devoted to the gates of hell. Hmm. Satanic sacrifices, bones everywhere, decaying carcasses, and upside-down crosses, anything dealing with the darkness in human nature was reportedly down there, said one one writer identified, identified simply as Ralph S. Um, hmm. A writer named Jeff H. described a mystical guardian at the entrance of the tunnels known as Red-Eyed Mike. Red-Eyed Mike is the spirit that guards the entrance of the tunnel, and if you knock on the railroad ties above the entrance three times, you will hear a loud horn blast emanate from within the tunnel. I've heard this horn not every time I've tried this, but it has sent me running so fast that I nearly broke my leg. I've also encountered rocks being tossed out of the tunnel with no apparent deliverer 
I've also seen a small figure about three foot high sprint out of the tunnel faster than any human being can move and take off towards the tunnel that leads to Weasel Brook Park. I was later told that this individual was Red-Eyed Mike. Oh, shit. <sighs> so, um, reading that, I, I kind of caught a cold chill. Dude, I'm catching chills now, bro. Um, so, it says that uh, several visitors to the gates of hell in recent years have looked for Red-Eyed Mike only to find the men in blue. Uh, you know, the men in blue are the, the police. Um, in November of 2003, a 26-year-old total wall man was arrested on weapons charges after police caught him with several knives near the tunnel. A 22-year-old venal man was arrested on an outstanding warrant. Um, police were called to the scene because the man was swept away by rushing water as he explored the tunnels. They found him soaked and shivering in the woods by the nearby um, Passaic River. Uh, and then there are more tales of misfortune, uh, but not dissuaded by most recent visits. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I guess we could say yeah. like, so I guess like, I mean, more than just like the red eye Mike and, those, I mean, because I mean, you got to worry about the living more than you have to worry about the dead in some cases with this place too. Because there's more. I mean, if the criminals are going there all the time to hide from police and things of that nature, I mean, that makes it just as scary to be there. Right. Red eyed Mike, you know. Uh, well, yeah. So the last thing that they say about the uh, gates of hell is it says this may be one of the most haunted places in New Jersey, but we would advise exercising extreme caution if you choose to visit. Because it has been suggested there may be more to fear from the living than the dead. Right. In other words, it could be like people going through the caves, you know, you know, maybe hurt, maybe, maybe, hell, maybe, you know, some people meet there for, you know, purposes, you know, I mean, because you did mention, you know, the animal bones being left over and, <clears throat> I mean, it could be. It could be satanic, or it could even be Santeria. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that there are Santeria practitioners in the state of New Jersey as well. I know there. I mean, I know there's. I know people practice Santeria in New York. Um, you know, people who practice. You know, and you know, the people. It's it's kind of like voodoo, but it's not voodoo. It's like, you know, right. You know, but anyway, um. So yeah, this one, this one's the, the, an interesting one. I mean, it gives you, it's, you know, Red Eyed Mike. That's a, uh, hashtag Red Eyed Mike. Uh, right. I don't know if I, put, I don't know if we put that on a T-shirt, but hey, I don't know. <laughs> we might. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk business in a second. Uh, exactly. Um, that being said, we're gonna move on from that one to a little place called the Trenton Psychiatric Hospital, and this is in. Trenton, New Jersey. Psychiatric hospitals always make a good spot for hauntings thanks to the high concentration of death and trauma that may uh, have usually been seen. Many of the old psychiatric facilities in New Jersey have been demolished. 
but one still remains, and it is said to be the most haunted in the state of New Jersey. Trenton Psychiatric Hospital has a very dark past, mirrored by allegations of torture and other types of terror. It is said that the hospital director, Dr. Henry Cotton, believed that he could cure mental illness by removing organs. Okay. He he very often experimented with such pre- uh, procedures without the use of anesthesia, and dozens of patients died under his care. It comes as no surprise that the spirits of his victims are still trapped in this building and can be heard screaming and even manifesting themselves as shadowy figures. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, because basically, I mean, if you're a doctor, if, if you, if, you know, if you're, if you're going to have surgery, if you're going to be, you know, what for whatever it is, open heart surgery, you know, fix, fix a broken leg or, you know, you know, removing a cancerous tumor or anything like you have to put faith in this doctor because this doctor basically has your life in his hands. Um, exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, all doctors, if I'm not mistaken, have to go through and I may be wrong, seven years of medical school, if I'm if, if I'm correct. Maybe more depending on, you know, if you want to, you know, whatever your specialty is. I think anesthesiologists have to go to school for like 10 years or something like that, something along those lines. Um, but even after you graduate medical school, you have to do residency, you know, to practice what you learn in medical school, you know. And then after you do your residency, then you become, a, you know, a licensed MD or whatever. If I'm having a surgery done i want to make sure that this doctor knows what the hell he's doing you know exactly and for this henry cotton believing that he can cure mental illness by removing organs um here's the thing like i have anxiety i have adhd and i don't think removing my liver is gonna make me hell it's gonna make me more paranoid because you took away a fucking organ out of me you know what I mean? Exactly. And then the fact of, you know, he experimented without anesthesia. Like, no, put me to sleep if you're going to do any kind of surgery. Like, put me, to, like, I remember when I, um, I can't remember what, I can't remember what surgery I had. I can't remember exactly what it was. But they put this mask over my face and they said, okay, I, we need you to count down from 100 to zero. I made it to one and that was it. I don't remember shit. You right, know, you know, that's a that's a you know that's what I want to know. Like, not just I'm out. I wake up. You just tell me, you know, I might wake up high as hell and then looking around like, okay, I I know this place, you know, uh, but, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but if if a doctor's gonna do some shit on me, I at least want to trust him with my life because you take because they take a Hippocratic oath, do no harm, you know, um. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I find it like when you talk about uh, quack doctors, they always want to try to cure something by removing body parts. I'm like, right. why y'all always go straight to removing, like, really, you, you going to remove my third rib 
to to get rid of the pain in, in my big toe. Man, get out of here. <laughs> you you could have just removed the big toe, <laughs> you know, or you could have looked at the big toe and said, "Hmm, let me get you some biofreeze. I'll take care of that right up." You know, get some tiger balm on it or something. You know, hey, oh oh oh, you got you got a bad knee? Okay, here, let me put this brace on you. Maybe that'll help you out. You know, <laughs> I don't know, but right, yeah, this one's this one's you know like it. I got to be honest though, I felt like I feel like the uh, the graystone one was more interesting than this one is. Although, mm-hmm. although I don't know, I don't think they've ever had any. I mean, obviously, due to the it says you know due to high concentration of death and trauma, and, and it's normally like that, especially the older hospitals. I mean, because obviously hospitals back in the day never had the modern medicine that we have today. Or to even understand the teaching and the procedure on how to, you know, fix certain people, things, you know? Right. But, I mean, have somebody in today's day and age do what Mr. Cotton did. Oh, my God. He would be, <laughs> he would be immediately thrown to prison, you know? Done, son. Done. All yes. right. So, you got the next one. I do got the last one on our list for this evening. We're going to talk about Clinton Road in West Milford, New Jersey. Okay. So Clinton Road is well known as being the most haunted road in America. Yes. Uh, It is not at all difficult to understand why. It seems like there are supernatural tales from every single area of the paranormal linked to clinton road including devil worshipers witches ghosts and strange keep creatures okay all right uh there have been at least one documented murder victim discovered here a victim of mob hitman richard kuklinski also known as the ice, ice man. man wow yes Dude, there's a documentary about him uh on netflix um and um, very cold-blooded. Like, this guy was actually the influence that's for Stone Cold Steve Austin's Stone Cold character in the in the, in the the embryonic stages of his character. Right. Cold stare that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the most common tale relates to the ghost of a little boy who hangs out under a bridge and returns coins that are thrown into the water. Whoa. All right, so if I'm standing on this bridge and, uh, oh, I'm going to throw a coin in this water and I'm going to make a wish, you know, kind of like a wishing well or whatnot, and all right. of a sudden that coin comes back to me, nope, I'm done. I'm <laughs> out. I'm leaving fucking New Jersey altogether. <laughs> right? You know? Let's get I- out of here. Done. I don't even know where Clifton is, but we're going to get, get the fuck out of this place. Correct. Right. Um, other unexplained occurrences that have been reported include a ghostly Camaro driven by a female spirit, two park rangers who died on the job back in the 30s, and several unexplained animals. Wait, hold up. Unexplained animals, like, what do you mean? Like, if you, like, you drive and you see a fucking moose? Or, like, is there a dolphin in the middle of the road? Like, what exactly is the definition of an unexplained animal? I, yeah, I, I don't know, like but an animal that's not like native to the New Jersey area. 
I don't know. It just says several unexplained animals. I mean, are we talking about like jackalopes or <laughs> <laughs> is there a you know? liger? Is there is, is there a liger coming through or I mean, because because here's the thing. I can explain a deer. I can explain a coyote. I can explain a dog or a cat. A possum. A possum. A yeah. Like I can explain like those animals because they're coming out of the wood. Like to me, an unexplained animal is, is, is like. I don't know, a fucking, like, if there was a damn, like, goat in the middle of the road or something, you know? Or a fucking, like, I don't know, a damn honey badger or something. You know, I don't know if honey badgers are okay. native, you know? I don't know. <laughs> it goes on to say that it's thought that the animals could have a rational explanation. Okay. The nearby jungle habitat attraction was closed in 1976. And many animals were apparently released into the woods where they may have crossbred with native species. The fuck? So, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's the explanation they give, bro. Well, I think I understand the unexplained animals part now. <laughs> yeah. So crossbreeding talking- an animal. Like, so you're talking about like. So, so we talking about like a, a a kangaroo and a frog or something? I mean, because it, a frogaroo, I mean, yeah, a kangarog. <laughs> 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 yes, I mean, I, so I, what kind of what kind of animals were in this jungle habitat? What is it? What, what was it? A hippopotamus and an elephant? A helifano? I mean, right. Uh, Hip hop anonymous. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 weird. Yeah. Um, hey, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, I'm gonna see real quick. Can he go, I? He gonna look him up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an actual place called the Jungle Habitat. Um. Oh, it was done by Warner Brothers. Okay. So it was the Warner Jungle Warner Brothers Jungle Habitat, which was in West Milford in Passaic County, New Jersey. Uh, oh, it shit. Closed, yeah, it closed in October of 1976. And by um, November of 72, the park had 500,000 paid visitors. The com- park contained over 1,500 animals, and it consisted of a drive through section and a walk-through section. The drive-through section was an animal safari park, and the walk-through area was called the jungle section. Um, so, what kind of? Uh, so the walk-through section was a small theme park, which included a petting zoo, uh, camel and elephant rides, snack bars, gift shop, a reptile house, a dolphin show, and Bugs Bunny and Friends live show, including Warner Brothers Looney Tune characters. Uh, such as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Yosemite Sam, Tweety Bird, Sylvester the Cat, Speedy Gonzalez, Wile E. Coyote, and the Roadrunner. Guests could have their photos taken with the characters, and the shows occurred three times a day on weekdays and four times a day on the weekends. Uh, Let's see. The park uh, opened as... uh, Yeah, the park opened as a usual... During the summer of 76, with rumors of big expansion planned for the following summer, 
The park's last weekend in operation was Halloween weekend, and on November 2nd, township residents nearly voted against the expansion. Following the vote, Warner Brothers decided to shut the park down and sell the land. After the park closed, newspapers reported that several animal carcasses, including an elephant, had been left there to decay. Damn! Uh, yeah, competition from Great Adventures combined with poor management and the park's inability to easily expand may have contributed to the demise of jungle habitat. For years after it closed, the site's deteriorated buildings remained and rumors of animals still roaming the property attracted curiosity uh, seekers. <clears throat> Accounts of such explorations were published in Weird New Jersey. This place keeps coming up. Uh, I and know. on its website, none of the animal-based rumors are true. The animals were sold to buyers across the country. Okay. Shout out to Weird New Jersey. I mean, this... this yeah, definitely. This they, they've got a lot going on. Uh, you know what? I'm going to actually have to check this website out as soon as I get done uh, with this episode. Definitely yeah. check them out. Uh, but anyway. So, yeah. Uh, that's That's interesting that there have been suggestions that the animals have been released and then others say that it is, that's not true. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, so, so back to the, uh, Clifton road, uh, there is also said to be active satanic worship and KKK activities happening in the woods surrounding Clinton road. It is recommended that those visiting at night do not, get out of their car hell no first of all i ain't getting out of my car anywhere <laughs> at night uh yeah i'm just letting you know if uh, right. i have a flat tire and it's in the middle of the night hey we better bundle up because i ain't changing that bitch till in the morning shit i will i keep on driving on it <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying keep i'm getting somewhere where it. i can <laughs> i'm getting somewhere that's highly lit and there's people around. Right. <laughs> pull yeah. into pull into a gas station on nothing but a rim. Sir, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. This shit happened about 12 miles back right. on Clifton Road. Oh, yeah. We understand, sir. Come on inside. <laughs> you want me to fix your tire? Oh, your tire is shredded. You're going to have to buy a brand new tire. Oh, how, where, where's the nearest uh, auto auto parts store at? Oh, you're going to have to wait. That's about, that's about another five miles back that way on Clifton Road. You know what? I'll walk home. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's only yeah. about, it's only it's only about a twenty seven hour walk from Jersey to Chattanooga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nope, right. not happening. Nope, not happening. So. Yeah, um, it's I find it weird though that there's clan activity all the way up in Jersey. I mean, you I don't mean, think New Jersey would have clan? That's crazy. Clan's but, more of like a southern, you know, like yeah. You know, but I mean, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's weird. It is very strange. And then the fact that, you know, the, the two park rangers that passed away, um, the ghostly Camaro driving by the female spirit, you know. Right. Like, I mean, she died and her car came with her. Like, <laughs> she, she must have loved that Camaro. Maybe she died in the Camaro. Maybe she was driving the car and the car went off that bridge, you know, and that's what killed her. And she stayed in the Camaro, you know, maybe, you know, the Camaro was, you know, they, I don't, or, or, or maybe the Camaro was her dream car. Maybe, you know, she died before she got it and 
Then she know, got she it in the back. afterlife, maybe. Yeah, she came back and got it. Maybe so. Man, I don't know. I don't know either. All right. So out of all the ones that we've checked out tonight, which one would you say is the one that was the most interesting to you? Oh, man. The, I, this one actually had a lot of interesting ones. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the last the, the last few episodes we've done, I had to kind of rack my brain to, to figure out, uh, maybe that one was a little interesting, or maybe not. But um, the Greystone Park Psychiatric Hospital – I found interesting. Right. Um, the Pine Barrens in South Jersey, I found interesting because of its connection to the Jersey Devil. Yes. The uh, Shades of Death Road. Right. The Devil's Tree. And the Gates of Hell. Yes. Uh, all were interesting to me. All of Yeah, uh, all of them. And Clifton, Clifton Road was, or Clinton Road was interesting to me too. Um uh, the Devil's Tower was, you know, interesting, but only from like, eh, you know, uh, the Burlington Prison was was interesting, but it, didn't, it wasn't really a whole lot of, um, other than the fact that, oh, there's there's a body buried here. Okay, then you're fucking with someone's, you know, resting place. Get out of there. Right. And then there was the eerie high school picture, uh, of, you know, about the... The boys who got drunk, and you know, you, so apparently since they, even when even even when they demolished the, the the school back in 2012, you could still see the apparition of the boy being spotted on the grounds and things like that. Um, I got I got to be honest, like this particular episode, a lot of the I would say eight out of the ten were very very interesting, and oh yeah, most I would say six out of the ten were very intriguing because of the backstories behind them. You know what I mean? Yes, most yeah. definitely. Yes. Um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us know which ones you thought were the most interesting. Uh, leave a comment uh, wherever you guys see this, and let us know which ones you found interesting. Uh, we're going to post this to the Movement Radio fans page on Facebook and let you guys discuss there. Um, very, very interesting. Um, we are looking forward to the very next episode of the hauntings of, if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be New Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that is correct. And, uh, yeah, this, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the hauntings of, uh, the, go check out the Patreon page. Uh, we got three episodes of, uh, battle topics up and, uh, check out movementradio.us. It's your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. Check out merch, check out the website, uh, check out if you want to leave a review, all that good stuff. Chip, anything you want to talk about before we get out of here tonight? Uh, no, man. I, I just want to, you know, let everybody know, please check out movementradio.us. That is literally your one-stop shop for everything movement radio. You want to listen to the archives, movementradio.us. Leave us a comment, uh, a review. Tell us how good we're doing, how bad we're doing, movementradio.us. You want to read blogs, movementradio.us. It's all there. You want to visit our Patreon page, movementradio.us. You want to go to our YouTube channel, movementradio.us. Everything that involves movement radio is on our website now. Yes, and it's a easy one. It's an easy access. Um, and uh, we got a lot of cool episodes that we just dropped. Um, we are we've dropped. We've got a lot of cool interviews coming up too. Uh, for an evening with we got our rock retrospective of corn coming out soon. So we has a lot of cool things we got coming down the pike for Movement Radio. Um, and and again, 
this this series has been one of our mo- biggest successes. Like who who would have thunk that when we when we put out that poll about haunted places in America or cult classic movies that seventy eight percent of them seventy eight percent of you guys voted for haunted places and we had the idea that okay let's just do a couple of haunted places and be done with the done with that episode and then it morphed into now we're going on into the very next episode and now it's becoming a bi-weekly episode where we're just you know spitting out all kinds of crazy episodes about haunted places and it's become literally one of the biggest series that we have here and that's all because of you guys so thank you guys so much okay my baby's crying i gotta go okay let's hit him with the outro brother Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. Patreon.com and movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.